Hey there, welcome to The Next Level, the mental fitness podcast for entrepreneurs and executives ready to raise their mental game and performance. I'm your host, Bonnie J. Skinner, and today we're talking about some of my favorite hacks for building mental endurance. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome back to the podcast. Today, I am talking about my favorite hacks for mental endurance. So when we talk about mental endurance, we're really talking about our ability to perform consistently at a high level over time, right? So it's really about having things in place that are going to help us conserve our energy, that are going to help us maximize our leadership and really go the distance. These three that I've kind of chosen for you today, admittedly, they're my favorite. They're the things that I feel like have made probably the biggest um, and most surprising changes in my life, right? And then also in the lives of my clients. So the first one you've probably already heard, but I want to kind of reiterate because of its importance. We're talking about the establishment of a solid routine. Now, when I say that, a lot of people think like, okay, well, now I have to completely rearrange my day and, and develop this really complex, really detailed routines. And I'm not saying to start there. If you are not a routine person, which admittedly, I absolutely was not and still have some struggles with, then you don't need to rearrange everything to get um, some really great benefits for your mental endurance. One of the things that we want to think about is the fact that our brain loves to automate. It loves to take shortcuts, okay? So, for example, if we are holding something in our working memory, okay, where we're learning how to do something and we kind of have to to go back and check the book and, for example, if we're, say, assembling furniture, okay, that's working memory stuff. We're, we're, We're actively thinking about how to do something. But compare that to the memory you use when you're driving, right? Most of us don't get in our vehicles and go, okay, I'm going to hold the steering wheel like this. I'm going to buckle my seatbelt like this. I'm going to do all these. We just get in and, and for the most part, we have the same routines. We know how to drive. That comes from a procedural memory, okay? Procedural memory is more energy efficient, okay? So when our brain has the ability to automate something, it actually doesn't spend as much effort moving us through that task. And that's why we really want to be able to maximize and take advantage of, of our brain's ability and desire to take shortcuts okay routines are a great way to take a shortcut one of the things that um i've had a lot of entrepreneurs tell me is like you know i wake up in the morning i'm not sure what to do with myself right so i usually say like start there if you don't have a morning routine yet start with something as simple as identifying the first five movements of your day okay now for some it's hitting the snooze button but it's you know Define what time you wake up. Define the first move you make when you get out of bed. So you get out of bed and go straight to the bathroom, right? Define maybe the next whatever it is. So let's say I get out of bed, I go to the bathroom, you know, I wash my face, I brush my teeth, you know, and then I get dressed. If you don't even have that kind of level yet of consistency, which means I may do it in that order, I may not, Right? I may grab my host coat, go to the bathroom, go downstairs, make the kids breakfast, come back, whatever the case may be. Really think about how much it could change, how much energy you would save if you just automated the first five movements of your day. Okay. So again, now if you're a little more advanced and you've got some really great routines in place, that's awesome. 
build on those, right? But I'm kind of talking to the to the ones who maybe don't have any routines and are just kind of moving through their day in a bit of a frenzy, okay? The more you're able to automate, right? So when it comes down to, for example, like what you wear and what you eat and, you know, when you fill up the gas in your car, these may seem like the craziest ideas, but the more you're able to automate, the more energy you save, right? If you think of some of the juggernauts in their fields, like Steve Jobs and Michael Jordan, like these guys had amazing routines and they insisted upon them with no exclusion, right? So figure out what you, what routines you can build into your home life and into your work life and start to put them in place. Start small, start with four or five movements and then build on those from there. The second great hack for mental endurance is one that, again, I had to kind of work my way through, but has made a massive difference. And that is really clearing your space. As your eyes move around the room, anything that falls into your visual field has to be processed. Now, it doesn't always happen subconsciously. You're not moving around the room going, oh, there's a book. Oh, there's a this, there's a that, right? But subconsciously, your brain is scanning to see what's what needs to be attended to and what doesn't, which means you're burning psychological energy, you're pouring out your capacity. So the cleaner your space, the more your space only has in it what you need in it and what your what either has to be there or what you're going to need to access, the more efficient you're going to move through your day. Okay. So for example, I usually start with my clients, I start with, hey, what's on your desk? And most people say, oh, there's pictures of my kids, there's my phone, there's some files from last week, there's this, there's that. I'm like, how much of it do you need today? Uh, none of it. I'm only, you know, I'm only maybe meeting with a couple of people today and I, maybe I need this one binder or something. And we start talking about, okay, let's, how can we get rid of the rest? And if you can't, if there are things on your desk that have to be there, let's find permanent spaces for them, Right? So get yourself a dish and go and, you know, if you know that you come in with your phone and your glasses and this, these things that come in and out with you, okay, get a dish, get a, a little plastic dish and they go in that one spot or put them in a drawer. But start to look around your environment and think about how many things are in your immediate surroundings that your brain has to process. And then think about what it would be like if you were able to cut that amount of energy in half for the next 365 days, right? And then look at the residual that you would get out of that in the next, you know, one year, two years, three years, 20 years, okay? So when we start to in, install these kinds of hacks, it's not just in the moment that they help us. We start to have this compounding factor over time that helps our brain operate way more efficiently, okay? So that was number two, clear your space. The third and final brain hack is keep two lists. Now, this one I've been doing for a long time and I absolutely swear by it. Um, what I usually say to folks is keep one master list. So your master list is the list of everything that needs to be done or outsourced by you. Okay. Now, that said, some people like to keep um, master list for different areas. So they got a master list for home, you know, there's my groceries, this, that, the other thing. Then they got a master list for work that's not ideal, but if you have to, okay, all right? So you've got your master list. Once you have everything on that master list that needs to be there, put it away. 
you should not be able to see the 500 or 50 or however many tasks it is that you have to do this today, this week, or this month, or this year. Okay? Put it away. Instead, have an operations list. That operations list is going to have, starting with a maximum of three items, that you're going to focus on for that day. Okay? So maybe it's, I need to, you know, make 10 sales calls, I need to check with accounting, and I need to reply to, you know, some phone call from whatever. Okay? I usually say have one of those three things be a bit of a push, make it something that's going to challenge you a little bit because again, we want to be building mental fortitude at the same time we're, we're increasing our, our endurance. But if you can't consistently get through the three items on that list, then there should never be more, right? Go down to two if you have to so that every single day you're working on something, you're, you are getting those things done. Then after they're done, if you want to add more, no problem. Go get your master list, pull it out, grab one or two more items, and go over again. When we have master lists, lists, big, long to-do lists that we keep in front of us, you'll notice that your brain starts to tune it out after a while. The reason it tunes it out is because it's overwhelming. Not only am I working on the one task that's in front of me, I'm actually now assigning um, subconscious space and attention and energy into thinking about what it's going to be like to do these other tasks. So we literally want to keep them separate until it's time to do them. Okay, And that's how we kind of move through our day a little more efficiently. And we still get things done, right? You have the ability to capture those wins at the end of the day. But you haven't exhausted yourself and kind of, you know, made yourself feel even more overwhelmed as you've moved through it. Now, once you can consistently... Once you're consistently knocking off those three things off that list and you've done that for at least 30 days, which means in the 30 days, I have every day accomplished the three items I put on the list. Then you can start to add more. Okay, I say start with one or two more. And then again, after 30 days, when you're like, hey, look, I'm nailing these five things every day, that's fine. Then you can increase. So what you're actually doing is you are training yourself to do more every day but you're giving yourself gradual steps by which to complete that training okay so you're not overwhelming yourself you're like oh my god I got to do this I got to do this 500 things the biggest mistake you can make is keeping the master list in front of you you will never feel like you accomplish anything because even if let's say even if you manage to get five things done well if there's 25 things on the list they're still staring you in the face. The last 20 are still staring you in the face. And you can't have that feeling of accomplishment. So again, have a master list. If you've got multiple, at least keep them in different places. Keep your master list at work and your master home list at home. That's fine. But if you can, just make one that you go to and kind of start over. Get yourself trained on every day. The things that I set out for myself, the intentions I set for myself, and the commitment I make to myself... I nail that. You do that, you'll build confidence, you'll maximize your mental endurance, and you will increase your ability to be efficient throughout the days. And that will help you not only get to, but stay at the next level. Leave us a comment, let us know if this was helpful for you and any other hacks that you use for your mental endurance.